Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Omniflix, Flix Talk number 63. Let's take a listen. Hi, good evening, good afternoon, uh, wherever you are. A warm welcome to you all to Flix Talk number 63. And a warm welcome to our host, Liam. Liam is uh, going to join us again in a moment. Till then, uh, once again, a warm welcome to one and all to uh, Flix Talk number 63. Today, we're going to discuss about uh, StreamSwap. We'll have our guest, Arkun, be joining, in, joining us in a while from now. Apart from that, uh, we'll be discussing a lot of things. May I request a super era from uh, the Flix Fanatics team to please join us on the stage and uh, start with his set of updates. And then I'd go ahead and uh, give my set of updates. I'm Chetan. I handle the, the partners, partner manager here at uh, Omniflix. And then we'll also have Liam continuing the space and uh, discussing more about what do we have in store coming up on 420 and other things. Super, the mic is all yours. Hello everyone, this is Super and welcome everyone to Flix Talk 63. Just in case if I sound a bit different, that's because my headphone has stopped working. So I have to probably you know speak without a headphone. But uh, welcome everyone, and this is I suppose one one of the most interesting Flix talks we will be having, you know, because uh, we are going to be sharing details about stream swap, something we have been all waiting for since a long time. And the main reason being that uh, stream swap is how Flix token will start to trade. So now I think Liam is also here. Just in case, Liam, you are ready, let us know. And uh, if, if it's okay, uh, maybe meanwhile, I can just share about what the Flix Fanatics has been up to before we really uh, you know, delve into the, the part we are all looking forward to here. So what were we up to? Lots, lots and lots. Why? Well, if you would have been uh, active on Omniflix uh, socials, you would have seen every day there is a post at 4.20 p.m. I suppose now most of us are aware who are not would soon be about what's happening on the 40, uh, 4th of 12, no, sorry, 20th of April. But uh, every day we are posting some uh, information about uh, what's going to happen on 420 for our Flix fan. And uh, we also have now a Crew 3 account where there are a lot of tasks and a lot of quests, very entertaining quests for our Flix fan. 
by which you would be able to earn some XP points and uh, participate in NFT giveaways. Normally we used to do only one NFT giveaway, but now there has been a change of plans. There are a lot of tasks. We are keeping all uh, the activities centered and uh, there will be a total of five NFT giveaways. And this is ending tomorrow. So in case you haven't yet participated, I would uh, definitely recommend you to do that. Also, uh, for the last Friday space, we dropped a group of participation NFT, which is one of the kind of NFTs you would see on Omniflix, such as being, of course, uh, you know, uh, you have tradable NFTs, proof of attendance NFTs, and then so many of them. And uh, on Friday spaces, we also give out the secret word where you can select that word and claim your proof of participation NFTs. And that those has also been dropped. So if you were there for our Friday space, you would always see the NFT in your wallet. But now, apart from this, if you definitely, the last thing I would probably want to share uh, before probably I will give a mic to Money or you know, anyone who wants to come on stage and speak is about our tokenomics release. Yesterday at 4.20, we released our tokenomics and you now I can personally see there has been so much excitement around that. The tokenomics briefs were really incredible with with you no know, detailed structure about how it will be allocated for different uh, different uh, you know, uh, requirements for the Flix token. Uh, the most thing, the thing I was most excited about is that even before the tokenomics came and even before you know it's going to start trade, there's so much utility which has already been built in with uh, a one or almost over a year of uh, our dApps being live for use. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward for more updates here and uh, do excited for this space and probably another space which would be with uh, Osmosis. Uh, hi, Mani, you wanted to share something? Share it all. Uh, yeah, first, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Flickstock 63. So, first thing, like, I mean, yesterday we I mean, uh, the launch of tokenomics and uh, if you see the charts, if you see the, the engagement in the Twitter, it clearly shows that everybody is waiting for the waiting for the tokenomics, especially when I see the tokenomics, they are like very, very detailed in the sense like the Genesis supply, how the Genesis supply is going to be distributed, how the how the remaining uh, how the remaining the remaining the. Uh, future supply is going to distribute it and everything and uh, if you guys can see the if you can read the article you can also see the there is a 20 percent allocation in the genesis supply to the flix drop flix drop and dow collapse so so like uh, yeah I, i'm more excited about uh, further details about the flix drop further details about the flix launch and uh, and recently uh, recently omniflix also launched the a governance platform commonwealth at the moment there are no proposals but like yeah definitely the, that will be the place where we'll be battling out or like uh, discussing proposals and everything so yeah i mean uh, the uh, yeah everybody check out tokenomics thank you thank you money for that uh... So we will try once more. Hi, Liam. We can see you have unmuted. Uh, are you able to speak and hear us? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry for the hey. um, issues at the beginning. No How you doing? problem. Happy to see you. So I'll just give the stage back to you. And uh, in case I'm going to be around whenever you need me, 
just call my name. Yeah, absolutely, no problem. And um, do you have more community updates to come later on, uh, Super, or did you kind of cover them all at, at the beginning there? I well, actually, you know, what happened was that I was preparing those. So definitely, maybe you know, uh, after after a few minutes, maybe I can come up again and give some more community updates. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, no problem. Um, so we can come back to the community updates later. Um, obviously, thanks everyone for uh, patience and thanks Super and anyone else who kind of helped carry these space at the beginning. I'm not sure if we've done all of our thank yous. Um, so obviously, I just wanted to give a big shout out to all of the Omniflix community, all of the people supporting uh, Omniflix in different ways. Um, and of course, people who are helping um, make sure this is listenable uh, over on other platforms as well. Um, so yeah, this is actually a super exciting talk that we'll be having today. As uh, Manny kind of alluded to there, uh, there's a lot of information about the Flix tokenomics. Um, of course, the Flix drop is something that's coming as well. Um, I think you mentioned there, Super, uh, that we also have stream swap updates. So basically everything that OmniFlix has been building towards over you know, the last year, year and a half, and even before that, you know, when, of course, the idea was concepted, it's all kind of coming to a, a big moment here. So I'm really excited for today's space. I think there's a lot to um, kind of talk about, a lot to digest. Um, and everyone listening, uh, feel free to request to speak. If you, A, have any questions, we'll be happy to get you on um, and, you know, answer any questions that you have. And also, if you just want to talk a little bit uh, as well, about maybe uh, your positioning in Omniflex, maybe something you'd like to share. Um, you're welcome to come up and speak about that as well. Uh, but I'd recommend keeping that towards the end when we kind of give the community a bit more of a platform. But any questions, just hop straight on. You know, we're a friendly bunch and uh, we look forward to having more people engage with the space. Um, what I'd say first of all is we have uh, Chris from Ununify, who's talking about his project and how uh, they can collaborate with Omniflix. Uh, and then we actually have an update uh, for StreamSwap from Orkin. So, um, Chris, if you're there, if you can request to speak, I can see that the uh, Ununify protocol is in the space. If you're talking off of that, no problem. Uh, if not, yeah, just request to speak and we can get you up here. Uh, while we do that, though, is there anything super, Manny, or anyone else that you'd like to share while we just kind of wait for that to get, get rolling? Well, if you want, probably now I can. Um, okay, give me a moment. I think uh, Ununify has requested. I've just accepted uh, him. So he's here. Let him uh, have the stage, and then I'll roll back up. Perfect. Thanks for the introductions, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so for anyone who's not familiar, we're on Unify. We are the NFT Fi hub for Cosmos, um, basically building out the tools to, you know, create DeFi functionality into the NFT ecosystems on Cosmos. Um, and we're just really excited to be here today uh, to kind of talk a little bit about our upcoming, you know, collaboration partnership with Omniflix. So a uh, really exciting time for us. Um, we're, we're really happy to be here and, and kind of helping to support the NFT ecosystem, uh, support Cosmos and, you know, 
kind of bring out these tools to to users. Amazing. Um, yeah, please continue. Please feel free to share more more information about what you're doing uh, in the NFT pie space in Cosmo. Of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So um, pretty much we are our own blockchain on Cosmos and we have built out a NFT five platform that allows users to be able to take out loans against their NFTs. And we've combined that with a series of other DeFi tools, such as derivatives and a interchain yield aggregator to kind of create this all-in-one package or platform that we can integrate onto other NFT marketplaces or dashboards on Cosmos. And so one of the communities that we're really excited to partner with and kind of bring these tools to first is going to be Omniflix users. So we're really excited to be able to integrate with the Omniflix community and kind of bring some of these DeFi tools into the NFT ecosystem. Uh, one of our kind of thoughts on this or our thesis kind of behind NFTFi is that users of NFTs or, or uh, you know, NFT holders, anybody who's a participant can really get advantage from kind of DeFi functionality, DeFi utility added to their NFTs. And, and, and what we kind of see a lot of in the crypto space is that anytime there's a surge in kind of the DeFi functionality or DeFi utility in Web3, that ultimately benefits the end users because it gives them access to additional tools that didn't exist before, um, additional you know ease of use or ease of entry, accessibility, security. Um, all of these are benefits of kind of the growth of DeFi. And so we figured, well, why couldn't this same type of ecosystem backing or support the same type of DeFi functionality exist for the NFT markets? And so really that's what we've created is a system for DeFi functionality in NFT. Um, and when people think of the word NFT, it usually is automatically associated with profile pictures, right? Because that's is the most common form of media that is in NFTs. But really, uh, NFT media can cover a lot of different sectors. And so there's a lot of different forms that NFTs can take. And there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of integrate that DeFi utility into those different media types using NFT technology. Yeah, this is um, actually all super interesting, by the way. Um, I've always been an advocate of uh, unlocking like utility for NFTs around uh, being able to borrow against them, like take out loans, but also to like loan out your NFT to other people, like in the context of playing a game, for example. So. Yeah, it sounds really interesting um, what you guys are working on there. So um, we'd love to continue hearing more. Yeah, so um, pretty much our, our platform is a uh, NFT-backed loan platform. And one of the ways we're doing this is we're facilitating communication between kind of the loan underwriters or the liquidity providers on our platform and then the NFT holders. Now, because this platform is uh, a app chain on Cosmos, what this also allows us to do is be an NFT Fi hub for multiple Cosmos blockchains or, or for the kind of NFT ecosystem. And so we can plug these tools into other layer ones and 
our our end goal for this platform is to be fully multi-chain. So it is actually going to also support eventually layer ones outside of the Cosmos network as well. So when we look at NFT ecosystems where they might exist outside of Cosmos 2, for example, on Polygon or on Ethereum, uh, there's an opportunity for our platform to integrate onto those layer ones as well. And that really gives us the advantage of being able to not only support NFT users on the blockchains that they're already familiar with, but what that also allows us to do is create kind of this really nice integrated ecosystem where now, uh, for example, users or NFT holders on outside chains, right? Uh, someone who's a NFT trader on Polygon can actually now hear about and get exposed to the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos. And they can kind of learn about the different protocols that are building for NFTs on Cosmos or or kind of what ecosystem or what media, what content exists inside of Cosmos as well. And so there's really an avenue for us to kind of educate NFT holders about all of the different layer ones that are kind of building NFT technology and also kind of maybe the advantages of working with specific blockchains, working with specific NFT media types and being able to kind of grow the NFT or, you know, support the NFT ecosystems where they exist, kind of enable users or empower them uh, to learn more about these different options that are available to them and these different, you know, maybe other ecosystems they might not have heard of. It sounds like there's a lot of value in that. Um, I I was speaking with the Saga team a bit, which is obviously slightly different to what what you guys are doing. but they were talking about kind of integrating all these other ecosystems outside of Cosmos as well. And I think that's so powerful for kind of bringing more assets, more users, more kind of uh, activity into the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, you know, where you've got your app chain uh, in Cosmos, you can kind of um, provide these uh, utilities to different Omniflix, uh, different chains like Omniflix or like, you know, NFTs. Um, but getting more users in is also super valuable as well. So I really like that. Um, are you kind of um, reliant on the inter-blockchain communication protocol for these loans? And so when it comes to integrating like other ecosystems, are you uh, waiting for IBC to kind of branch out more? Or um, have you got another way of kind of uh, connecting all of these different chains with your products and services yeah so ibc is definitely a um easy method uh, a natural method for integration um and so kind of we are exploring and keeping track of developments for example on interchain nft marketplaces right and and um different ibc enabled technologies like that that will allow native communication between our layer one and, and other layer ones on cosmos However, there's also a direct method for integration where we can kind of launch an outpost on these other blockchains as well. And that outpost will serve as a way to integrate into the back end of our protocol. So as a result, um, that's another method that we can work with um, other layer ones inside and also outside of the Cosmos ecosystem, right? So now if we look at, for example, external blockchains outside of Cosmos, um there's the team over at polymers working on zk ibc which is a way that we can facilitate ibc communication directly to polygon for example 
Um, there's also methods where we can integrate with Axelar to facilitate that polygon communication. So there are methods to kind of do this outside of the IBC, but we are keeping track of IBC development. We are huge proponents for kind of the um, ICS 721 standard. And, and, you know, we're really excited to see uh, interchain NFTs, kind of what that looks like as we get closer and closer to adoption and integration on these different NFT marketplaces. Yeah, because the, the, the kind of thing I was thinking of is like, imagine you have your OmniFlix NFTs uh, and you want to kind of take a loan out let's say against like a tardigrade NFT or like a fantastical animal. Um, and you want to take that loan out over on say Polygon or on, you know, any Cosmos chain as well. Um, and I was kind of thinking down the, the, the lines of these like interchain accounts and, and interchain queries and stuff like that. Um, I was assuming maybe those technologies would be leveraged um, for, for the products that you're offering. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, our our main goal is to enable the users on the platforms that they're already familiar with, right? And so there's a very strong, for example, and growing NFT ecosystem on OmniFlix and and you know, there's exploratory kind of incentive to look at, for example, NFT media types that are not uh just JPEGs alone. Um however, understanding that that is kind of the biggest or, you know, strongest community right now. And so we want to kind of support all of those different users, not only in kind of the media type that they're familiar with, but also on the chains that they're familiar with as well. So that, you know, if I do have, like you said, a tardigrade or uh, NFT on OmniFlix, right, that that is something where I can get kind of an additional layer of DeFi utility to it. And then, for example, on our end, being able to support the OmniFlix marketplace and being able to kind of say, look at all these really cool creations or collections that are, you know, not only already in existence, but as new ones as they arrive, uh, being able to support that as well, right? So being able to kind of grow the NFT ecosystem as a whole. Right. And, and that kind of goes back to our idea where we can do that by enabling DeFi utility. Yeah, I don't think it's I, I'm not sure if there's any like traditional sector that kind of allows for this functionality. I mean, maybe there is. I haven't looked into it, but like I had like a thought, right, is if you had two NFTs that you, you were interested in purchasing and they are very correlated in price. But I guess like although it's going to be you need like over collateralization, I was kind of thinking like, oh, you can. They purchase a tardigrade, then use that tardigrade to take out a loan, uh, or maybe use two tardigrades to take out a loan, and then you can buy another tardigrade. And because they're very correlated, there's less risk of like a liquidation event. Um, so that seems like a really interesting edge case there. Yeah, I mean, w there's definitely kind of like an opportunity for um, advanced users or, or uh, flippers or advanced, you know, high frequency traders to kind of be able to use this platform as a method to like leverage themselves and conduct additional nft trades um but there's also obviously the the end use case for the regular user who has one or two nfts and and they're kind of dipping their toes or exploring what DeFi tools for nfts look like what they can gain access to right maybe they're interested in taking out a loan against their nft 
and using that in the interchain yield aggregator that we've created to generate yield on that loan, right? So now they can do that while they still own the NFT, right? So there's there's a bunch of different kind of use cases and it's it's really exciting because it's ultimately up to the creativity or, or up to the end strategy that the NFT holder decides to use. Yeah, it all sounds um, super interesting. Um, obviously, thank you so much for sharing uh, the information. I guess I have one uh, final question and feel free to share a- anything else that you need to uh, before we move on. But I was just wondering, um, at what point are you expecting this uh, loan um, kind of utility to be available to OmniFlix users? Yeah, absolutely. So right now is a really exciting time for us. We have um, already launched on mainnet. However, the loan functionality is still in testnet. And so we are at the kind of end of a very uh, rigorous and, and exciting development cycle where we've been testing this internally with our community. And we're excited to push out this loan kind of functionality to the public within the next uh, 60 days, maybe a little sooner, but approximately that long. And so we're, we're kind of getting to that final stretch here. And obviously one of our goals is to be able to support, for example, OmniFlix users, uh, the OmniFlix marketplace uh, almost immediately, right? So being able to support those NFT assets and that's something that we are working on. And so, you know, I actually just published um, a blog a little bit ago that goes into further detail kind of about our goals for that technical integration and kind of the key milestones for it and, and how we're making that approach and working directly with the OmniFlix team as well to ensure that that technical integration goes well. Um, so it's a really exciting time for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of before I head off, I guess... I would just like to say I'm excited to support the NFT ecosystems on Cosmos, excited to be here, excited to be working with such a great team, such as the team over at OmniFlix. I've been a huge supporter since day one, and so this is really exciting for us to finally be at such a mature level of development in our protocol that we can finally come back and you know uh, work with the great team over at OmniFlix. Um, and yeah, if you want to learn more about us, obviously check out our website, um, link in the bio over at Twitter. Uh, we have some documents up on our website. And, and also we just published a tweet uh, with a link to the blog regarding this partnership. So if anyone wants to kind of read some more details about how we plan to work together with OmniFlix and then a little bit more about that integration then yeah, just check out that recent tweet that we shared and, and you can kind of read more and learn more about us. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much, um, Chris, for sharing. And also I'd recommend just uh, commenting maybe with any links that are relevant um, uh, below the space. There should be a little comment uh, bubble on the bottom right of the space for you. I think that'd be a great way to kind of get people looking in more, more to this because I think it's really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely drop a link there for you guys and and you can kind of check out some of those details for us. But uh, yeah, really excited. Really, really great time. And thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, you're most welcome, uh, Chris. Thanks for coming on as well. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's move on. Sorry, 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 Liam. (laughs) I'm interrupting you. But before we move on, I'll have to share a very small personal experience that we had with Chris at Medellin. You know, he was someone that uh, came down to us and 
helped us interact with the folks there in spanish to be able to book a you know book a few buses you know like uh, coaches for folks to go down from the hotel event venue to the flix fest uh, party and back so you know that was that was extremely helpful and you know can't forget that experience ever so thank you chris again thank you for like you know the persistent you know in set of inter- persistent interaction even after that and you know glad we're here today thank you yeah yeah absolutely that was that was a amazing time um you know excited that i was able to even meet you guys in person over at the flex event and also just be of any type of help and yeah no uh, you know back then we were i would say we were pretty early stages in development and so just it's been such an amazing time to be able to keep you up to date on our development progress and finally get to this kind of you know stage where we can work together thank you guys thank you and sisla by the way don't feel don't feel bad about interrupting me i uh, i can quite easily talk for the whole space so <laughs> sometimes you know you need to jump in and uh, and share some stuff so no problems at all Moving on then, we have um, another uh, update that's super interesting. There's actually so much in this space today. Uh, I think this is probably the most alpha-loaded space that we've we've had, uh, at least the ones that I've been um, hosting. So next, we have some updates on StreamSwap. Uh, We're actually going to go over here to Orkin, who's uh, from the StreamSwap DAO. I'm really interested to hear uh, your thoughts, Orkin, and uh, just learn more about StreamSwap and the DAO and everything. So thanks for coming on, and how are you doing today? Uh, welcome. Thanks so much for like inviting me here. And yeah, so like StreamSwap is a very exciting project. It is a novel mechanism for uh, liquidity pool bootstrapping. And yeah, I'm like, just so excited for it. Me too, me too. I think everyone here is probably quite excited for uh, the development uh, going on over at StreamSwap. I mean, would you like to explain a little bit more about StreamSwap and also the DAO and how that works to, uh, to our members here? Okay, so uh, like in a normal liquidity pool bootstrapping, how it happens is it's like a pool, basically, right? You put tokens in one side, which is usually like dollars denominated, and your token you want to release on the other side. Uh, but in this like StreamSwap protocol with the new design, you don't need, need to put a token on the other side, right? How it happens is when a sale starts, there is a definite duration of uh, selling of the tokens on the one side, and you subscribe to the streams that, that is going on. And as the time proceeds, the tokens on the sell side is getting lowered linearly, and the tokens on the buy side is lowered again. So at the end of the uh, stream, two sides of the pool will get transacted, basically, and the like both sides is going to be matched over time. And for the DAO is uh, we wanted to apply a like a new model of organization here, right, where we wanted to organize ourselves. As a, like a DAO, right? To yeah, like uh, to open up space for new people coming in, and also yeah, yes, a problem happened. Welcome back uh, after getting wrecked. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Arkun. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Very sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> classic Twitter, and uh, you know, we were just Liam and myself were just texting each other. You know, how can an alpha-loaded space 
you know happen without us getting rugged so yeah uh hey everyone yeah thank you for joining in today terra spaces we are not recording this so you know like this part is not being recorded for some reason uh but if you know you can continue to record that will be amazing even if not we understand all right uh let me bring up liam why to speak <laughs> again thank you to scriptocito sandy you know terra space is starting great super uh, fanatics and everyone here for joining in again uh yeah we, we should soon have liam as a speaker with us i'm uh, i'm here i'm here system perfect perfect yeah, yeah please take it over liam. yes so um Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then let me then let me interrupt. Please go ahead and uh yeah, maybe we should start um back from the beginning with stream swap just to make sure everyone's kind of in on uh what was being talked about. So um yeah, Orkin, you were you were talking about uh the stream swap DAO and and obviously the the mechanism behind stream swap this kind of uh sale pool that linearly decreases over time. uh and then there's a buy pool which of course receives the tokens and then you were talking about the stream swap dao uh, and how you wanted it to be open and inclusive so you can kind of onboard new members so uh hopefully you still got that trail of thought and uh yeah you can share some more uh, around those topics sure so yeah, i can repeat again for the people so stream swap is a new model for launching your tokens it is like a new model for liquidity pool bootstrapping mechanisms in the existing models how it happens is when you want to launch a token right you have a couple of ways like you can do ico you can do like private sale or you can do like look at the pool bootstrapping and how it that how that works is it's very similar to how a a liquidity pool works where you don't know the price of your token right you create this pool and load tokens on the right side and the left side like right side is denominated in usd and over the sale process over the like liquidity pool trading your uh, price gets discovered right uh, which stream swap what is different is you uh, you don't need to have a token on the other side which has a value right uh, you create your stream right you load your tokens on the sell side of the pool and this token will be sold over time like linearly and you set the price there and as time proceeds the uh, sell side gets lowered right it gets spent and the tokens on the buy side is get spent as well so at the end of the at the end of a stream uh, your like tokens will be transacted and your trans like price discovery will happen over time basically and this is how the design works and for the dao part is like we wanted to try new models like new development model for this project and we wanted to shape this as a dao right where we have like members like contributing members actively contributing members and this opens up like new ways to get like compensation for your like efforts right and we wanted to like design a system where like new developers and new people coming in in future and help with the development this is what it's this is what it is in short perfect amazing um yeah the i think we should definitely be sharing some uh visuals on how the stream swap mechanism works um if there is any kind of written information on it because it 
it can be a little like mind boggling at first, but it's actually like very simple and it's very uh, innovative, uh, in my opinion. Um, the way I like to kind of Im like imagine it uh, myself, and this is something I was thinking of like a few minutes ago. So hopefully, it's a good visualization. Is I kind of view it like uh, uh, imagine you've got like one of those hourglasses with sand, um, and then you have the sand go from the top of the hourglass to the bottom of the hourglass. Like that sands a bit like the uh, the buy token, which is constantly going into the cell pool uh, below. Um, and then that cell pool, which is currently just air, and you can consider the air like the other token, will then go up into the buy pool and be distributed to the buyers. That's kind of like the way I look at it. So it's like a one directional kind of buy pool where all the tokens go uh, from one side of the pool to the other. And then the tokens in the other side are distributed to the people. Uh, linearly uh, over time. Would you say that's a good explanation or does that start getting a bit confusing, Orkin? It's a great explanation, really. You can, I, when I imagine about it, I like kind of uh, visualize a river, right? And two rivers becoming one and getting fused together in some ways. And also like when thinking about from like spiritual aspect, it looks like duality is becoming like singularity in some manner. Very interesting. I do like the, the spiritual side of things. So uh, that's a good, uh, a good image to kind of imagine. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I like that. Um, what, what are the key differences, uh, or between, say, uh, these like stream swap pools and what hopefully most people listening uh, already understand, which is the liquidity bootstrapping pools that we've seen, you know, previously on Osmosis? Uh, what is different is like, as far as I know, the liquidity pool bootstrapping projects can like go on, right? But stream swap sales have an ending time, right? And on the liquidity pool bootstrapping side, you have to place in uh, tokens, which has like real value, right? You have to back it with something. With stream swap, you don't have to. You can just create your token, right? Mint it, go to the stream swap, and place in the sale and the type of the token you want to receive, right? and do the do your marketing and let the community decide the real value of your token fantastic yeah thanks for the explanation on that as well um i, I think it is a key difference as well which was something which was mentioned to me um by sisler actually uh, when we chatted privately which was that um with like these liquidity bootstrapping pools there's always the ability to sell back into the pool after you you know purchase this token as a price right there's like this price discovery for the token and you can say, you know, let's say Flix launched. Um, you can actually buy Flix with, say, Osmo or with Atom or whatever token is on in that liquidity bootstrapping pool. But then you can actually go ahead and sell your Flix back into the pool as the price fluctuates. Uh, I remember Sisla kind of mentioning to me that that's not possible with the stream swap, right? There's no selling back into the pool. So I almost see like, the the stream swap pools as a way to distribute this new token and discover price uh, without having that that kind of uh, manipulation or maybe manipulation is not the right word without having that um, price affected that that kind of distribution affected by uh, players trying to kind of buy and sell based on the price. Um, do exactly. you think that's pretty important? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's a productive mechanism, right? So when the sale is continuing. Uh, you wouldn't want a secondary market to happen, which can affect your price, right? And with like protecting and not like enabling the selling of the tokens, you kind of stay true to the value of the token, 
and you can get more like reliable outcome. Yeah, perfect. That's 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 actually quite handy as far as I understand. But um, I'd yeah. love to to get some writing on this as well. If you have any, uh, we will uh, we will announce. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the streams of now is like that, you know, that details are coming, coming soon. But no, uh, actually, uh, you know, just to share some alpha, I think Orkun is refraining from sharing this, but uh, on the Osmosis Governance Forum or the Osmosis Commonwealth, we have put up what is the proposal or draft of the proposal that will go live on the Osmosis blockchain, you know, and details about stream swap. So, yeah, alpha loaded space. This is the alpha that we can share. Details will be released at 4.20 p.m. UTC today. Uh, that will be during our space uh, with the Osmosis team, uh, you know, updates from the lab where we'll be sharing, you know, discussing even more details about uh, StreamSwap. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> 100%. You know, we are also like very eager. And, uh, you know, one another advantage, you know, that I'd like to, you know, list down, you know, from apart from what you said, Liam. So the first one is you do not need a collateral token when compared to an LBPV1. You do not need the collateral token. Normally, we saw multiple teams, you know, they took loans, you know, it has been executed in multiple ways. People had to raise to be able to like fund the collateral side of uh, the LBP as well, right? Apart from their own token. So that is one, you know, it is a capital efficient model. The second one, like Orkun and like yourself discussed, the primary market is not the secondary market. You know, the primary market is the primary market. This is like for our fam here, you know, if you're like selling something or like if you're, letting people mint via the launch pad you don't let people sell into the launch pad you let them sell on the omniflix dot market you know instant the fixed price listing on the auction so that is your secondary market so here with fungible tokens and specifically with respect to the lbp model the primary and secondary markets were you know combined because of which there was freedom given to exit but that freedom involved people actually dumping the token Right in the primary sale. In our case, the freedom exists. But how does it exist? Is you cannot redeem your flicks until after the stream. You know, even if you participate with Osmo and spend Osmo, but you can withdraw the unspent Osmo that you have. You know, and just to continue on Orkun's example, or you know, I really liked your visualization, Liam. I'm I'm able to like think of ideas. Don't mind if you steal some of those or take inspiration, quote unquote. But uh, yeah, the thing is that. You know, if you have like a 10 hour, uh, you know, stream that's running and if you want to like spend uh, or enter with 1000 Osmo, unlike an AMM pool or unlike an LBP, not all 1000 tokens get spent at the same time. So every hour, you know, in a 10 hour sale, 1000 by 10, which is like, you know, 100 tokens per hour, every hour 100 tokens get spent. So at the end of the third hour, you're left with, or you have spent 300 tokens. At the end of the eighth hour, you would have spent 800 tokens and left with 200 and only at the end of the 10th hour you'll have been left with like zero tokens where you will spend all your tokens so if you want to withdraw at the 8th hour because you already spent 800 tokens you won't obviously be able to withdraw those you'll get the flicks that you deserve but uh, the rest 200 tokens osmo that are unspent can be withdrawn so we offer like with stream swap there is freedom there is choice for people to exit you know like like how uh, 
you know someone that i appreciate take inspiration from balaji shrinivasan says you know freedom is in being able to exit right and that freedom is offered but it doesn't involve people selling their flix token it involves people not spending their osmo and we believe this is extremely powerful you now as a mechanism as something that can be implemented you know by cryptographic securities on chain yeah um on a similar note actually uh sisla or oracon you can can answer as well um i was also remembering something you said sisla which was about the um decision for someone to create a stream for a token of course uh as i far as far as i understand it's permissionless to create a a stream swap pool was that right or have i mixed that up no it is it is permissionless yeah yeah uh, and then kind of from that i the way i like looked at it uh when you first told me um about stream swap it's like hey this isn't just for like a public launch of a token or you know i maybe not launch is the right word but it's not just for like the first opportunity for the public to get this token you know the osmosis users the cosmonauts that we have in the space but it's also you know can be used for a project that might want to raise capital in the future and they could sell some tokens and and like the way i see it is like imagine you have like a community pool and you think hey maybe we could uh raise some money from a community pool we could sell some tokens uh, via a stream or or maybe have foundation tokens that a team wants to sell to uh the community and basically the community can become like vcs almost in a way because you could actually do early token sales uh via stream swap that maybe is prior to the token going live and you know, via some other kind of mechanism so i really like the fact that um the streams can be quite uh flexible and i think that creates a lot of uh freedom for teams when it comes to like offering opportunities for people to to buy these tokens and discover price Um, that was something I found very interesting myself. Um, if either of you have any thoughts around that, I'd love to hear, like how you see stream swap and how you see it being used by projects and what advantages it gives to, uh, you know, everyday community members for you know being able to get participate in these networks and get tokens. Like two words. words. <laughs> yeah, two words. Fair launch. <laughs> yeah. So like basically. Yeah, it's a new like mechanism, right? And we believe it's yeah, it's like a fair way, and it reflects the token like price of your token. It could be better like result, right? Because you don't have to put like token on the other side, right? And how it happens is like the community decides the price of the token. Really, this is one of the biggest aspects of it that I see. And uh, you know, just to add on to what Orkun said, because of the primary market and secondary market not being the same you know community discovers the price in the fairest possible way and this can be at you know lame like you mentioned at any stage you know like we discussed it can be during a private fundraise or you know some a case when the token is not public you know with ious it can be a case when the token is being launched like in the case of flix it can be also used to swap say you know a million osmo for 100k atom if you do that in an amm pool you know that will incur a slippage cost and so on and so forth you'll have to do that by otc and we believe this is stream swap will offer like a community driven otc model where people can like set up their streams uh, over a period of time and there can be you know if people are really interested you know and we will uh, build the infrastructure for this there will be arbitrage you know that'll be going on between an amm pool and the stream swap stream also you know for tokens that are actually you know out there trading 
right now so you know this is this can be used you know at any point in time during the i'll say fundraise cycle and uh, this will be a way for people to you know not hurt an existing amm pool and still be able to engage in large scale transactions swaps yeah yeah i think it's also good for for, for uh... Like a project, if they're trying to raise capital after they've got the token price already, because the token's live. Like, imagine you have like Osmo at a dollar, and then Osmo wants to raise like five million dollars. Um, you know, I guess if it's done privately, they might have to agree at a lower price than what's actually a fair value. Whereas uh, with StreamSwap, you can kind of let um, the community decide the the gap between the current market price and the, the price per token of this kind of raise that the team does. And I think that's really good because the team might be able to raise more because the, the market's willing to pay more uh, to get those tokens, even though it's still at a discounted rate. Uh, whereas if it's done privately, uh, they might be, say, selling Osmo at like 70 cents. Um, but actually, they could have sold it at 85 cents if they'd let market dynamics decide it in StreamSwap. Um, these are all like very niche kind of like edge cases, I suppose. But I guess the key thing that i'd take away from from you know the updates for stream swap is it's a new way to kind of fairly launch you know tokens or go to market with tokens there's otc deals and it improves on the lbp model um feel free to add to that orkin or sisla if there's anything else you want to summarize with um, and i'd also like to ask after that um how the dao is structured um and in what way omniflix is involved and how much involvement osmosis has uh, yeah, one thing I can add is, and what exactly is, with the current version, the sell rate and the burn rate happens linearly, right? Where the token goes to zero, like zero constantly over time. It is possible to implement like curve dynamics to it, right? Where the burn rate happens faster in the beginning, and this can incentivize the buyers in different rates. And also like, can, you can make the sale happen faster at the end, which adds like new like dynamics to here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. And for the DAO part is it's like still being planned, right? Uh, but like we are planning something like a role based and define on the fees that are going to be like collected, and make sure the system is like flexible enough to add new people if they're interested in helping with development. So if anyone's interested in getting involved, I guess they should uh, reach out to you, Orkin? Or is there a different way people can kind of look to uh, contribute to, to the DAO when it goes, goes fully live? Yeah, it will be like probably best to contact through like uh, StreamSwap DAO or the channels that we are going to announce. And yeah, like it, it, it can be taken over from there. Amazing. Cool. Yes, yeah, sounds great. Uh, I think I could talk about StreamSwap for so much longer myself, uh, but we only have so much time. And um, I actually really hope uh, we are getting a recording uh, for um, this half of the, the Flix talk because there's so much information here and it answers a lot of very specific questions, I'd imagine, around StreamSwap. Um, I think we're going to take a step back. Uh, obviously, if there's anything anyone wants to say, I'll give you a moment to do so in just one second. But after that, we're going to go over to uh, the Flix fam. Uh, if if we still have Super here, I can get you back on Super, and we can we can share some updates around that before then talking about the tokenomics. So while I get Super up, 
Sisla, Orcon, if there's anything you needed to add regarding stream swap, feel free to do that now. Uh, Orcon, I'll let you go ahead. Well, I mean, uh, like we've been developing this with like Oblitflix team, and it has been such an like absolute pleasure to work on such thing, right? And it's uh, like a great feeling to be like contributing basically to like new models and new ways to, yeah, operating inside blockchain. And thank you for making this talk happen. Yep. I'll have to, you know, add to that by saying, you know, it has been a pleasure again working with Orkun and team. Actually, incidentally, Orkun was our first ever guest on Flickstock. So for those that do not know, in 2021, when Orkun was uh, working with Cosm Awesome and uh, I think Confio, the company, but uh, was uh, representing Cosm Awesome uh, you know, elsewhere in the ecosystem. And that was when we had him as part of the first episode where uh, Rob and uh, Orkun, you know, had a neat conversation. So, you know, since then we've been, and even before, like we've been following, you know, what Orkun has been working on and, you know, their involvement in the space. And uh, yeah, when we collaborated, it was definitely, I'll say, match made in heaven. And, you know, we're very happy to have Orkun and team as uh, part of the DAO, DAO members and, uh, you know, glad to like push this forward, like develop this frontier in, you know, in, with, as part of the, you know, technology, right? Like this is something that was never done, done before. And, you know, very glad to have worked with uh, Orkun, Adnan, Sarkun and, uh, you know, everyone else uh, from the Flix fam, from, from the Flix crew as well. You know, as part of this DAO. And of course, Osmosis team like pushed uh, forward the idea. You know, they did uh, quite a lot uh, to help us make this happen. And uh, yeah, you know, I think everyone's excited right now. So, yeah. Thank you, sir. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, super good to have you back uh, on the space, ready to speak again. How are you doing? Um, what are your thoughts on everything we've chatted about? And whenever you're ready, share those updates with us. Sure. Uh, thank you, Liam, for inviting me back. I mean, no, frankly, now I just don't want to talk about anything else apart from probably the tokenomics and the streams of, uh, not, apart from even being a Flix fanatic, uh, part of the marketing subtow for uh, OmniFlix. I have personally also been a, a, a fan and a user of OmniFlix products, whether it was the marketplace whether it was the interactive video channel, whether it was uh, the validator services. So now the Flix token getting uh, ready. Uh, I mean, I can't really even ex express words about how, how excited I am for that. Uh, but well, we have to do what we have to do. So here are some of the community updates, apart from what I share at the start of the space. So uh, on one Wednesday, last Wednesday, when we were in FlixTalk 62, I I introduced uh, and uh, started the Crew3 account. And now we have more than 300 participants who have participated in our various quests over the week. I'm very happy and thankful for each of them. Thank you. On, on Friday, we had a flick uh, into Studio 46, and we distributed more than 1,000 proof of participation NFTs. And I would Probably if someone is here and who was part of the Friday space, I'll just request that do not share your Ethereum address because unfortunately I cannot uh, then drop those uh, NFTs. Then Sunday was a Flix quiz time. And as usual, we had a lot of fun. This time was a different format where we kept the quiz open for 24 hours. 
and uh, because we wanted to get everyone in any time zone being involved. And even this Sunday, we will be having a quiz on Telegram. It's called a Telegram, but the Telegram quiz will be open for 24 hours. So you can uh, participate in that and get some NFT giveaways. And then uh, tomorrow, I will come to tomorrow because on Monday, we didn't have a creator's AMA. We'll be having it tomorrow. And it will be a special AMA because uh, it's for Blockbuster Bunny who has uh, launched his uh, ex-NFT, but uh, everyone who's going to be getting those at a discounted rate will also be eligible for Bunny's NFTs this Easter Sunday. So look forward to those. And what we were up to is, of course, working with different products. Uh, there is something very interesting coming up. Uh, I've even pinned most of the updates I can find. Uh, I think it was in the first phase, so I, uh, I think I missed it. I will probably pin it again. There's something very special coming up uh, this, this Thursday or Friday at the most. And it will be about, uh, uh, about no, probably I don't know what I want to share or not. But to give you just a gist, it will be about uh, Metaverse on Omniflex. And uh, look forward to more announcements on those because uh, you will also get some uh, treasure hunt on the metaverse and some rewards for those. And I mean, there's, yeah, frankly, there's so much to share now, so much to hear what Sisla has to share, what you have to share. And even I have so much to share. I think probably, you know, um, we will really run out of time. Uh, but anyone has any questions, uh, please, uh, you guys are always welcome to our Discord, Telegram, or Twitter page, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. And we fanatics would be happy to always uh, answer your queries or take our suggestions. Thank you. Thanks, Super. Um, yeah, there are so many updates that it's hard to kind of fit them all in. Um, also, now you mentioned there the treasure hunt, and there was like a ton of things I I'd love to mention if we got time, which was around you know like the the Flixverse, which I saw has a, a Twitter page now. Kind of interesting stuff going on there. Um, obviously, IBC Games has a lot of stuff happening. Uh, we've still got a tournament going on, but yeah, that's probably for another day. Um, or after we've done the engineering updates, if we have time and and talked about the tokenomics. Um, yeah. So, Sisla, um, do you have any any engineering updates for us, or are we going to kind of go straight on to our tokenomics sort of chat? Or uh, pass it over to you for a second. Yeah. I mean, I do not have a lot of engineering updates. Of course, work didn't stop. Uh, we've been continuing to keep at it, uh, improving the stream swap experience. The OG collector uh, NFT holders, they know what we mean. Uh, we've been, yeah, they've been able to see the progress of how the stream swap app has evolved. Uh, that is now public, so it is not token-gated anymore, and anyone can access the app on beta.streamswap.io. Again, you know, I'm referring all of you to the Commonwealth proposal on uh, Osmosis. We haven't tweeted about it. Uh, there's just the draft that's published. No tweets will go out uh, after 4.20 PM UTC today. So that is, uh, you know, with respect to SteamSwap and our engineering updates on that front, both the UI, the backend, uh, the data layer, they've been uh, getting updated and they're also working on like a, a Telegram bot to notify people of the price. You know, the price changes uh, during the stream uh, streaming phase. So yeah, this is on the stream swap side. Whereas uh, 
we've also been able to like push forward some of our updates to the marketplace uh, app we've uh, been working on uh, you know omniflix tv uh, up until last week but uh, for now you know we've uh, put those efforts on hold and for the next two weeks it'll mostly be improving updating the omniflix studio the omniflix uh, market and of course getting the flix drop checker uh, out there so that people can check uh, how many flix they're getting so yeah i'm sure everyone wants to know uh, how many flix tokens they're getting sisla uh, <laughs> i'm sure that's something everyone's uh, waiting for with a lot of um, lot of anticipation um if you don't mind sisla i was going to actually post the commonwealth prop just under the space if that's something you're happy with me doing yeah that's fine no problem uh but yeah it's not official yet so i think because you have like a good following you know your followers might see that so it's best if we can hold off from posting that oh sure 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 um no worries well i'll link the beta.streamswap.io site anyway under the yes space for anyone listening so they can kind of access that um that'll be perfect I've got that posted. Yeah, you know, sister, if it was up to me, we'd release all the alpha right now. But uh, that's why I'm not running the the, the Omniflix like stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, fantastic. Um, lots of updates there. I, I mean, you know, stream swaps a whole thing in itself. We just spent ages kind of discussing all of that. Um, but you know, let's talk about the uh, Flix token. Um, I'm curious about the Flix drop as well, as we haven't shared too much information around that. Um, but obviously, you recently had the article um, which went out uh, about the Flix um, tokenomics, and we also discussed it last week. Um, what were you thinking around kind of talking about the, the tokenomics? Um, should we kind of like just do an overview uh, of the tokenomics, maybe sort of share some thoughts? Um, and I'd really love to get some of the community on to speak actually about the tokenomics as well uh, and kind of have, you know, ask their questions as there's probably quite a lot to digest. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just give an, a very high level overview. We have a Genesis supply. The Flix token has a Genesis supply of 300 million tokens and the maximum supply is 1 billion tokens. And the different 700 million is inflated over a period of seven years. So every year you'll approximately you know, have around 100 million Flix tokens being uh, emitted by inflation. So yeah, 300 to 1 billion in a span of seven years and the inflation rate ranges between 33% and 11%. It started 33 and go down uh, consistently year on year. So at a very high level, that's the uh, overview of the tokenomics. And yeah, Genesis supply, you know, has like an overall five-year resting period uh, right now. The details are there in the article, uh, broken down into three parts, one for uh, the foundation, the other one for community bootstrapping, the other one for the team, the advisors, and of course, the initial fundraise for StreamSwap, you know, and for people that supported us. So this is the breakdown of the Genesis supply and uh, the inflation is distributed between, you know, a majority of it goes towards uh, staking rewards, then we have uh, incentives for our inflation distributed for contributors as well. And these contributors include, uh, you know, or these are budgets, I'll say. And these budgets are allocated towards uh, 
technical contributions you know from a development standpoint node host contributions for you know people or for node types without in protocol incentivization meaning validators have an in protocol incentivization they get a commission uh, out of your uh, out of the assets they manage but uh, relayers you know media node hosts they might not have in protocol incentivization so there's an allocation from inflation for them for them uh, the community pool and uh, yeah of course the creators curators publishers and our collectors right, and communities so adoption uh, is also a part of the budget and uh, yeah this is like an extremely high level overview but covers most of the details fantastic um i noticed as well fan fantastic animals animal story has come up uh, as a speaker uh, did did you want to kind of um come on and speak very quickly now before we uh, continue talking about tokenomics if you have any questions about it as well that's always yes. fantastic hi thank you i am sandy toes one of the creators of fantastical animals and i do have questions and congratulations first of all um we got rugged everybody came back so i didn't get a chance to congratulate our ununify and their amazing news about being able to take out loans on nfts so we we kind of like you know didn't get a chance to talk about that and as a creator i i'm wondering what that means in the real world so sorry for being stupid but does that mean that if you own nfts you can use them to take out a loan and then also congratulations we're finally getting the flix drop and i can't wait for all that to rain in so if 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 you could like answer that question uh, quickly and and then uh, we move on that'd be great yeah should we see if chris can come back on and and answer that very quickly sister yep i just invited them but uh, sandy i can imagine yes you know that is what will happen and uh, as a creator if you hold nfts from your own collection uh, and if your nfts are being traded in the secondary market hey, can you guys based on the based on the based on multiple other factors which chris can explain um, you should probably receive sure loan mike you know you okay. yes we have you thanks for coming back up yeah and so okay so follow so if you've got if you're holding fantastical animals uh you know or or and all the other artists you can uh you you how does that work how do you get a loan on your nfts yeah so basically our protocol works to match uh liquidity providers or or loan underwriters to the nft holders and so what we can do is work to basically um kind of aggregate liquidity for nfts for lending purposes right and because we're working across multi-chain across different marketplaces the pool of loan providers that we can aggregate is actually much larger than if we were just on one chain and then for the nft holders what that looks like is you can actually go and list your nft and be able to see competing loans that are available not only loan amounts but loan term lengths and also interest rates and then decide which one sounds right for you uh the really cool thing about this is that uh the protocol does not have a preference per se towards specific collections or specific nfts so any nft is supported uh, and that even means that one of one nfts are supported so what we've done there is created a environment 
for example, for one of one artists to now um, have an opportunity to use their like one of one artwork as collateral for lending purposes. And, and this is a practice that occurs in real life. It's like it's a trillion dollar market. The art, you know, collateralization market in the real world is a trillion dollar market. However, nobody on the blockchain has yet created a efficient system for, for example, one of one NFTs or for artists to be supported in collateralizing their own artwork. Um, our protocol supports this functionality. Okay. Wow. Just blew me off my chair. That's amazing. So I knew it was really big news and thank you for explaining that in street language. Thank you guys you. have a lot you're downloading on us and, um, and it's all happening together very quickly. And well, that's what web three is. So congratulations. And thank you, Liam. I'm glad you're able to run the space again. It's wonderful. All right. Thanks. Uh, please move on with the rest of the program. That was really huge for me. Thank you. So follow me. I'm Fantastical Animals, and I've got other collections. So now you can make money on me. Woohoo! I mean, this is like really happening. And we're just like all in technical terms. All right. I'm going to go party today and uh, listen to the rest of this alpha. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. I love. I always love your enthusiasm and your passion. You definitely bring a lot of energy uh, to the space, and you ask some really good questions as well. So thank you. Um, and thanks, Chris, um, for that explanation once again. I actually think it's a really exciting area, the um, NFT uh, lending, if you like, or, well, loans against the NFTs, of course, in this instant, uh, instance. Uh, I want to kind of jump back to the tokenomics. Uh, but yeah, thank you both for coming on with those questions uh, and, and, of course, the answer. So, um, yeah, just going back to the tokenomics system, that was a really good uh, overview of, of the tokenomics. Um, I find myself like really focused on like how much of the token allocation the community receives, right? That's something that I feel is like super important um, because, of course, the community uh, having more tokens means they have more influence over the community pool. Uh, and of course, it means the network is owned and governed by by the community. And what I really like, um, and something I think maybe uh, people won't realize when they look at the tokenomics, is that 60% of all of the inflation distribution, so 700 million FLIX tokens, is the total inflation over seven years uh, to hit that $1 billion, uh, or 1 billion token max supply. 60% of those 700 million FLIX are allocated as the security budget. Uh, but what this actually means is this is allocated for the community, right? This is for stakers or delegators who delegate uh, their voting power to validators and secure the chain. So that 60% for 420 million tokens, I don't know if you did that on purpose, by the way, that 420 number, uh, 420 million tokens out of the inflation uh, are being allocated to the community, which I think is a really big deal. Um, and that goes on top of the uh, 60 million tokens from the Genesis supply, 20% that's allocated to the community through the airdrops. Um, so in, in total, you know, 480 million tokens of that 1 billion token supply is going direct to everyday community members like me um, and everyone who's listening. So I think that's really important. Um, so I was wondering, Sisla, what your thoughts were around how you've structured the distribution of the tokens and what stakeholders you've really um, wanted to incentivize with these economics? Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> we didn't do the 420 part intentionally it happened uh, you know this is probably starts a learning but uh, the thing is that yes we did think about the distribution quite a lot not like quite a lot and uh, no we wanted to like make sure yeah we didn't try to like keep it novel or you know we didn't try to like uh, induce uh, speculative tokenomics here we were just completely focused on making sure incentives are aligned towards the right stakeholders and what do we mean by that like in our in our from our perspective if you look at it the 300 million tokens there the genesis supply even excluding those 70% belong to the community and out of these 70% 700 million tokens you now 420 are of course allocated towards the stakers and staking rewards because they secure the chain that is like our security budget then we have you know an allocation for the community pool as well right uh, this is 35 million tokens out of uh, 700 and yeah this is the community pool but you know if you look at it that way the community pool might look like a bit smaller compared to some of the other networks that we have but the thing is that we have dedicated allocations for adoption for technical development for node hosts right and this is budget that we don't see people usually allocating the way we did it and uh, you know with omniflix we believe this will lead to the growth of the network in an extremely focused way because right now if you have to like go to the community pool and ask for you know anything uh, of course you know it is the community that will eventually decide and you know if the community is not interested you know they can always choose to evoke a few things but at this point in time we are looking at like focus development and this will mean that builders that lead to generating daily active users increasing economic activity creators that bring onboard communities that engage in these interactions so we are focused on those and those are the types of grants that we want to allocate budget for that will ultimately lead to diversifying revenue streams for the community pool that is our focus that is what we we'll, that is what we plan for and that is what we are executing on right now so considering all this yeah we yeah we know that there might be you know few people that might you know not like the way things are happening or might not be pleased but we believe this is the path towards a focus you know growth both from an adoption both from a development activity and of course being able to like support the node hosts that help power the network right so yeah that that has been a rational you know when we were thinking about uh, designing this and you know thanks to like special thanks to everyone that contributed there's not just been the team that decided uh, it was of course our advisors you know jack and others that helped us like design this jack and eric then we also had uh, you know multiple stakeholders we had our validators you know yeah all of you uh, liam sito and uh, everyone else that we had conversations with you know there were insights there were takeaways we of course were extremely focused on omniflix and you know making sure justice was done to all the stakeholders no involved yeah i uh, yeah, i really like as well that you've kind of allocated uh, it, it is like you say you've, you've kind of like made the tokenomics uh, or get the tokenomics towards incentivizing or aligning all of the different stakeholders um like i really like the adoption budget and the inflation where you know you're kind of uh, reserving some inflationary tokens that can go towards uh inflationary tokens just new tokens that are kind of released 
through inflation towards like creators and curators, communities, publishers. Um, I think that's super important, you know, because the community isn't just that security budget, like the stakers and delegators. Um, it's also, you know, people like Sandy, people like um, Tardigrades, people like, you know, Tangled NFTs, everyone who's kind of um, building on Omniflex or creating an Omniflex, like they're all kind of important to the chain and important to the community. We're all like one big organism in a way, uh, which is Omniflex as a whole. So I really do like those considerations. Um, there. And I think the tokenomics are, are pretty sound, you know. I mean, some chains like, you know, Juno allocate massive amounts to the community and it's really like a, a completely different design to what, what Omniflix has done, which is allocated a lot to the community and then the other community tokens are distributed to other stakeholders to kind of get everyone on the same page. So, you know, you're always going to have people who say, hey, this could be better, this could be worse. But um, personally, I do like um, I do like the uh, breakdown of the the genesis tokens and the distribution of the emissions also i like the vesting i really like how the team has a long vesting schedule uh, just to make sure that um incentives aligned uh, for bringing success um and yeah i don't really have too many thoughts myself around the tokenomics i think we're just going to see how everything goes once you launch sisler and uh Maybe you could share some details around the launch and the airdrop because the oh and the utility of the token as well. Maybe we can cover those three topics. So airdrop, uh, utility of the token, and token launch. What's the situation with those three things? All right, uh, one by one. The airdrop, the tech uh, is being worked on, has been worked on, you know, tested. Uh, of course, there's some more work, engineering work before we you know reach the finish line and deploy it on testnet and you know take it forward uh if that's from a technology standpoint yeah details about the breakdown are coming soon so yeah i'll i'll keep it like straight with the with the fam here so we have a budget of uh, 60 million or 20% of the genesis supply that is allocated towards the flix job and dow collapse now i won't like share the numbers right now but what does that look like you know of course a majority will go towards the drop people that interacted with the tech people that uh you know yeah of course interacted with the tech that omniflix has put out since 2021 right so that is something that we carefully chose to incentivize as well as you know that is something that is how we wanted to grow you know these these are the people you know that we can believe in and you know that we believe can support us you know because they have already interacted with the tech before so if that is like part of the flickstrop flickstrop also includes you know multiple other categories of people that uh, you know that were part of the ecosystem you know be it with streampay be it with uh, cosmos be it with uh, yeah both cosmos 2021 and 2022 people that interacted with the tech around omniflix you know and claim their nfts uh, no, they, yeah, they'll uh, end up receiving, you know, the drop as well. Uh, and uh, we, of course, you know, if this is from a drop standpoint, yeah, we have our delegators, we have, yeah, everyone that interacted with us. If this is the majority, there are DAO collabs. And what do we mean by that? And I'll give you an example. Again, don't hold me accountable, but this is how it looked like. Let's say 
we have technology around say dao dao you know that works that works on juno tomorrow when we have cosmosum right we should be able to utilize dao dao infrastructure and you know right now we can like fork the contracts you know get done with it but that is not how we want to grow that is where we want to collaborate you know work with the dao dao team to be able to like create better infrastructure for creators communities publishers you know our stakeholders that we are focused on so this is how we look at dao collabs and you know dao collabs can also mean l1 collabs so again don't hold me accountable for anything these are not details that we are too comfortable sharing at this point in time but uh, this is the way it is being planned and you know when we think through it like at least from our perspective we believe we've covered every stakeholder every necessity that is there for a network you know us being validators us being people that developed apps us being people that participated in the ecosystem right so we we believe we you know understood some of the requirements of how better uh, app chains can run and that is the reason why we've broken this down you know and published the tokenomics article as well in great detail you know this is also something that we chose to do consciously because uh, yeah we believe this this will be referred uh, you know even years from now and this should be something that uh, people can you know look at and uh, yeah participate in the community and uh, you know appreciate us if we you know do it the right way you know work with us to be able to get it right if we don't go the right path right and uh, yeah get involved so yeah right i had a question quickly on the airdrop um criteria the criteria that you know you shared it's been so long hasn't it since um the the drop was announced you know back in uh, january 2022 in fact so i was just wondering if the details are still the same or you know in terms of um eligibility um or if there are some changes around that just for anyone who might be wondering sure uh yeah Lim, i remember your video about that thank you you know that was the time when we were launching you know post launch of course the details did not change they got updated which means that everything you know that we published on in the month of jan uh, 2022 still stay the same there are uh, yeah there are details of three snapshots there and apart from that we also have other categories and uh, this includes using omniflix tv using streampay and you know, some of the other pieces of uh, infrastructure that we developed apart from that after the launch we've had our og collector nfts get dropped you know for people that collected nfts on omniflix and uh, this was one category there was also a drop for creators that was another category and multiple categories like that so all of them got updated uh, and in september there was another snapshot uh, again details of those are not shared it was only an announcement during cosmos after the fact that it was done so that happened so yeah uh, all these details will be shared in a subsequent article like you know as detailed as the tokenomics one hopefully Perfect. Thank you. Um, thanks, Sister, for that. Um, I wanted to invite Talagrace to speak, of course. Um, Talagrace, Eli, how are you doing? Um, and feel free to take the stage. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. I have a question. Well, a couple of questions regarding uh, the uh, drop NFTs and the tokenomics, and others are a couple of suggestions that I have for the future uh, marketplace. So the first questions are about the drop NFTs. I'm a little confused about the one that is for uh, Telegram. Is there like a Telegram gated thing 
going on? Uh, I'm, I'm confused because I, I was aware only about the Discord, but how is the Telegram? How did that work? Yeah, this was something that we developed earlier, 2021, where uh, we had uh, Telegram gated groups um, for various validators for uh, on multiple networks like Juno. We've had the uh, Telegram gated group on Terra as well, and so on and so forth. So this was this was from back in 2021, and uh, yeah, that was the drop. I think uh, some of the okay. communities got confused. We understand that. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Well, you know, uh, wouldn't be bad is you know there could be one for Discord uh, users. Wink, wink. Because you know there is like uh, the most engaged people in the in the different you know NFT collections that they took the step to you know have the NFT and then verify on the Discord. Just a suggestion, just dropping it here, you know. <laughs> and the, the the second one is um oh yeah, but the tokenomics. I'm confused about uh one thing is okay as I under yeah understand is uh every year the inflation goes down 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 down. And the smallest will be 11%, but at the same time, the concept of having a limited supply of 1 billion. So what happens at year seven? Like, will the inflation get to 11 or will it get to zero? Because if you have a, like, I'm, I'm confused about that little detail. What will happen year seven? Is it zero inflation or is it 11? No, uh, it'll be zero. That'll be the max supply, 1 billion. And, you know, this is, again, everything is subject to governance. So this is the plan. So after seven years, if governance chooses to, you know, like update tokenomics or, you know, even before introduce deflationary mechanisms or after 1 billion choose to continue inflation, you know, that's up to the governance. Uh, but yeah, from an economic model standpoint, you know, this is what seven years uh, is, I'll say the time that we have to be able to align all incentives, you know, hopefully with uh, real yield. And if not, you know, there is always governance and there is always community consensus to do it the right way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. So it's not, it's not written stone that must be zero. It can change depending on governance. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, okay. So I have a couple of, yeah, sorry, sorry. Of yeah. you know, for the yeah, network are involved yeah, with the sorry. communities, right? or uh, listen to the community, unlike a few other networks, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. then, you know, everything is subject to governance, right? Uh, incentives, you know, like everything is subject to governance. Governance, you know, things don't pass through governance, primarily because there's lack of consensus from the community, but uh, like how the Cerberus chain was like stopped. It's like that if there is consensus, like anything can happen and, you know, even current, you know, set in code mechanisms can like be, you know, overwritten with community consensus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, earlier, I think there was a delay, so I think I was uh, cutting you off. Okay. So the other. Okay. So the suggestions that I have, I have. Uh, I was in these days. Like I happened like uh, two, three times already that I'm looking at a collection and I feel like, oh, I wish I could get this specific NFT with this trade combination. You know. But then if the person is not selling it, then there's no way for me to like really let them know like, hey, I'm interested about your NFT. So have you guys thought about the uh, way to like let um, users to sign up to get notifications, let's say by email, 
if somebody is interested in one of their specific NFTs, so let's say I come and I see a collection and I'm like, hey, I want this one with this uh, funny hat. And then I send an offer to the owner to see if they're interested in selling it. Have you guys thought about such mechanism? Uh, not with email, but with, uh, with Telegram is what uh, we plan and Discord. So these are like bots that will like keep sending notifications based on your subscription. So if you want to like, you know, watch an NFT, you know, you should be able to like enter the NFT ID and yeah, or the URL. And uh, yeah, you can easily follow along. Uh, not thought through, uh, did not think like we, of course, thought about trade filtering, but, uh, you know, definitely did not think of trade based notifications at this point in time, but, you know, definitely welcome if there is anyone from the community that's looking to develop such bots, tools, apps, they're more than happy to like talk to you, take it forward the right way. Yeah, because this could be like a cool way to connect, uh, you know, NFT owners and people interested in getting that specific NFT. No need to be like a uh, like a trade base, but maybe like a model base, like this specific index number of the NFT. Uh, I would like to reach out to the owner to see if he would be interested in selling it, you know, and then start like a negotiation thing. Uh, Liam. Yeah, I think there's... Um... I think there's actually something facilitated through um, Stargaze, which is app.pegasus uh, forward slash trade dot zone. Uh, and that allows for like trades between um, like a, a buyer and a seller of an NFT without having to go through the marketplace. So it's kind of more like a, a peer-to-peer trade, if you like. Um, and I think something like that is like the first step, in my opinion, to, to getting what you're talking about uh eli uh because obviously you need to be able to do the trade away from the marketplace um especially if you're doing like a trade at a discounted rate for example um below the floor price or something um but yeah there's also needs to be like another side to it which is being able to connect these people which i think what you were uh, pertaining to so uh, i recommend checking out the pegasus uh site I, I think it's only for stargaze at the moment but maybe Omniflix could, or, or any teams that want to build something similar on Omniflix could maybe take some inspiration from that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was thinking something more like within the same marketplace, the, the Omniflix marketplace, where people can reach out to the owner and then send a proposal. I guess it could be like a smart contract that locks the funds and say, hey, I offered this. And then the person can withdraw the offer, you know, after, I don't know, a week or something. So give enough time to the other party to like receive the message, consider it, and maybe negotiate, increase the price or whatever. But everything through the marketplace using some kind of tooling that is available there because doing like a separate, like involved risk, I guess, OTC and all this stuff. So I think it could be something implemented at the the, um, marketplace level where people uh, send a message, say, hey, I'm interested in this. I have, this is my offer. Tokens are locked. If you accept, then accept, and then the swap is done immediately. If not, then the person have the chance to negotiate with the with the potential buyer. Um, yeah. So okay, that that was one suggestion. And the other, I wonder if uh, Omniflix has plans to have some sort of um, uh, what is that like a like a rent? Let's say if I have an NFT which has access to token. Uh, you know, uh, locked access. But instead of the other person buying the NFT, whether it be too expensive or they just want to try out what the project is doing, 
Are you have you guys thought about uh, renting out NFTs? Let's say uh, I have an NFT with access to some place, and Leanne wants to try the access to that place. Okay, like Leanne comes and rent NFT from me. Oh, that could be cool to implement with a token um, stream stream pay, something like that. That there is a constant stream of tokens while the NFT is in the is is held by the person renting the NFT. Have you guys thought of any of these? Yeah, I mean, I'll just go back to the peer-to-peer trading part also. Yeah, so Tardigrades, you were primarily looking at a feature where uh, people can go ahead, place an offer, and if the NFT holder you know, might be interested, they can accept the offer, or if they choose not to, uh, if they want a higher one, they can like maybe propose a new one, right? No negotiations are required, no email is required, you can like do it all on chain. So this is something that's possible, definitely, both with Cosmosum as well as, you know, within the marketplace, not now. But, uh, you know, going forward, yeah, these are mechanisms that will definitely be implemented. This will also increase the liquidity and, you know, the potential for people to, like, trade and transact. So definitely being considered. So sorry, I misunderstood that initially, but now I get it. And... uh, with respect to the you know licensing of the nft part that is 100% possible right like that is infrastructure that you know we are definitely building and you know you'll see uh, bits and pieces of that go live you know already a flag called extensibility is live on the omniflix mainnet uh, right now every nft has an extensibility flag if that is true you know you should be able to like extend and uh, by extensibility we mean technically you should be able to like license it out you know lease it for people to utilize that you know be a part of the community and take it forward right so yeah that will be possible it can be tangles battle cards it can be tardigrades for like community access or i don't know even just for a cosmos experience right so yeah mm, yeah yeah okay okay so yeah go, okay going back to the first uh, point of the um, of the trading uh, tra- sending an offer yeah okay i see it can be done on chain yeah that, that that's the idea but then how do you notify the other party um that that's a that's the main issue that i was thinking like how because for example in stargaze i see they have like a i think it's a, a collection offer or something like that but how you don't even know you received this then time passes and then you lose the chance of selling the nft uh, i think there should be some way to i guess as you say maybe the telegram uh, you subscribe to not only when you sell an nft when somebody listing an nft or whatever but also when you receive uh, this new uh, figure of receiving a customized offer, let's say, for an NFT, even though you're not selling it, I guess that's something to be done easily, right? With the, with the Telegram bot you're saying? Sorry, I was just talking while I was muted. Yes, you should be able to do it easily, you know, with the Telegram bot. Any on-chain interaction that happens, you should be able to, like, send it as a message. You know, not a problem. Okay. And this can be across multiple communication channels. I mean, it's just like, you know, one endpoint, you know, API endpoint that we'll focus on. And that will like probably notify people via email, via app notifications, via Discord message, Telegram. No, yeah, all set. Okay, man, thanks. Uh, Sandy. Hi, I just wanted to say, we don't need to invent the wheel. Um, As uh, Sisla was saying, this is something that can be easily done on the blockchain 
uh, the marketplace where the NFT is being bought and sold. And actually, my earliest work, which is on Tezos, I list them on object marketplace. They're already set, selling on secondary, either by the holder listing them or a collector making an offer. So when you're looking at the NFT, you just look on the history of it. You can see when it was minted, bought and sold. And there's a, you know, a, a section in there, a tab where you can make an offer. And many of these great artists whose work is being sold, people make all kinds of offers. And so I'm sure for object and the artist, this has already been happening. And behind the scenes, I was, uh, talking to Omniflix that, you know, this technology exists. And not only that, but there is a connection there where if you choose to, you can have your social media, your Twitter profile. And, um, and so these are things that are going to come to Omniflix because it's just, we're just so early and we want everything now. And so um, I know this technology will be coming soon. Uh, and I look forward to that because it'll generate revenue for all parties and just make the ecosystem stronger. So uh, hold on tight, buddy. This I'm sure we'll be seeing this technology soon and it'll all work out. It's just the guys behind the scenes have to catch up. Thank you so much. I um I actually feel like the 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 communication between the buyer and the seller needs to be done in the marketplace interface. Like I feel like it's kind of fragmented having to go and do it on like social media or having to go over to um Discord or something like that. Um that's this is just my two cents, but uh like especially if you're negotiating like a sale, um like maybe you're adding like NFTs to trade against the other NFT as well as part of the deal. Like I, I think if you have like a flexible interface for doing that, where you can send messages back and forth um, and make offers and even just tell them like why you want the NFT. I think that's really like powerful um, to be in the marketplace uh, interface rather than fragmented. That's just my yeah, I agree. Yeah, but the, the issue is uh, the the person have to constantly go to the marketplace every day and you know we get busy eventually and if let's say one week or you even let's say you're even traveling and then you don't have like easy access to the computer or something maybe this could be like a solution maybe we can have like a omniflix app where you get notification push notifications so you don't need as you say you don't need to use any, any social network you just need to have like extension uh mobile app from omniflix that you get uh, the push notifications whenever something happens on your account like somebody wants to communicate with you that could be also like a communication method as well yeah what do you think sister is that doable uh, you're mute okay yeah so uh, i'll say yes but i'll also say like not all of it needs to be done you know right on chain or no uh, as smart contracts yes the the parts where we need, you know, uh, trustless interactions or where there is economic activity that can happen on the marketplace and comms can happen externally. Something, yeah. It can be an off-chain thing, but uh, through like a app that allows communication. Is that something you guys will, will be looking to do? Like a app that allows um, through people communicate through mobile, through a little app through push notifications? Yeah, I mean, it's all possible even now. It's just like a you know, message that needs to be sent. 
this can be like developed by anyone like our focus will be on the protocol but we'll partner with the people that can make this happen you know so that creators and communities can you know level right away yeah okay all right thank you man all right perfect um i think that's that's probably everything right that we've covered um i just wanted to ask sister actually did you did you manage to cover the token utility before we you know wrap things up did you talk about that earlier when we were talking about the airdrop and the token launch correct uh, i didn't talk about the token utility uh, i'll quickly cover that apart from the standard app chain use cases uh, cosmos app chain use cases where you know flix will be used as gas fees for uh, security of the network for uh, you know in the form of staking voting power delegation and governance participation we have what is like in like the flix flix token being utilized in an infrastructure marketplace where people can access uh, storage content delivery encoding you no know, storage of uh, large files like high end media you know for right now we see a lot of ai stuff happening you know renders for that so all of these can be you know uh, stored accessed and delivered using the omniflix infrastructure so that will be one place where flix will be utilized and then for in protocol uh, interactions where uh, protocol interactions can mean you know today of course there is no collection fee or you know anything on those lines but that is something that we are planning to introduce you know to be able to one prevent spam to be build a revenue model for the community pool right and uh, this is like one way one interaction like these like this one we'll have many more uh, in the form of creation of pools publication creation you know and so on so forth so those will be protocol interactions that'll be you know that can be charged not all of them will be and of course you know from uh, the standard ones where you create pools where you create publications of course collections as well these are interactions that uh, that are like fees and uh, apart from the gas fees there is also like a transaction fee that people will need to pay for so these are the revenue streams that we believe we are building uh, to be able to offset inflation sometime in the future right so yeah uh, obviously there's also the looming um security like utilities around replicated security kind of models or mesh security models so uh, that's always on the on the back burner as well um i'll just point that out um but yeah definitely uh, definitely got the, the good utilities with flex that's right that's right i mean i forgot about the mesh security part uh right now you know we do not have like a like a solid direction we are like still uh, you know taking a look at the options available of course mesh security works for chains that launched uh, replicated security works for you know other types of chains and so on so forth we have the alliance module from terra as well so yeah we have partners that already launched chains and uh, these are chains that are running with a poa type of consensus so it is not like a fully public chain but you still have ops happening on the chain so these are the chains you know that are like specific you know these are again app chains that will be secured uh, by the omniflix hub or uh, you know using the flix token so this is something that uh, we are considering and we have partners with chains live all we need to do is be able to like figure out the right model to associate and take it forward we are not in a hurry to be able to do that we want to like do it right and scale it as fast as possible after doing it right and um tango do i see your speaker would you like to come up and and chat yeah thanks liam um i was just going to ask a question 
which followed on from what Tardigrades brought up and what everyone was talking about in terms of, you know, communications between potential users of the OmniFlix platforms. And I, I do remember, and, and Sitzler, forgive me if this is no longer on the agenda or if it's on the back burner, but I do remember a few months ago that there was discussion about a kind of central OmniFlix profile, um, OmniFlix me or some sort of centralized um, dashboard that would access all of the different um, OmniFlix TV and all the different infrastructure in, in the marketplace. And and you may have alluded to the fact that we might be able to communicate with each other by way of a central dash and maybe even access a potential Flixverse or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to double check. Is that still something that um, is on the horizon? And that might also address some of the questions that everyone brought about in terms of communication. Yeah, that's a <laughs> thank you, Daniel, for bringing that up. Uh, that is not something that the OmniFlix team is focused on, but we have independent teams that are like focused on building the Flixverse. And uh, yeah, pretty soon, like real soon, people can see what is happening in the Flixverse. Just today, a tweet went live. And that is like the start of a social interaction around uh, the on-chain, you know, around on-chain interactions. Right now, you know, on-chain activity happens via apps that are like, you know, tailor-made for one user, one person to be able to access, interact with the network. Tomorrow, it'll be the Flixverse, where you'll have a social experience to interact with the chain. Uh, beat for governance proposals, beat for like you know coordinated social buying, beat for you know to experience even token gated access for a game, uh, an IBC game, and so on and so forth. So this is like one experience. So there'll we believe there will be multiple experiences, and you know yeah, uh, the social part is definitely something still on the agenda and uh, even more like has made uh, considerable progress after the last convo. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Tango, did you want to share anything around IBC game um, since we're close to the grand finals or do you want to kind of not worry about that today? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think just if anyone is interested, uh, IBC game has hit the grand final. Uh, yours truly, Liam Connor, our host, is in the grand final. He's come in and swept the field. He's brought some other completely different skill sets and um, he, he's toppled some of the best players that we've had over the last 12 months. Uh, he's true. He's really humble and he downplays uh, his kind of strategic approach to it. And, and you know, he, he kind of, he kind of is quite coy and is like, Oh, I didn't really look at anything, but you know, that he's uh, taking things seriously. So the, the Genesis, um, and if anyone has been following interplanetary battle cards, the Genesis General flicks. He's been quite dominant. Um, he had to fight his way back through some pretty difficult matches, but he's coming back strong. So, just in a nutshell, we're at the grand finals. We're really in this kind of tedious position at the moment, where Liam, um, the Omni Warrior, which is his gamer tag, and uh, the Genesis General, they're trying to lock down a time at the moment. So that's still a bit finicky. We're trying to work with Chev to lockdown a streaming date it's going to be live stream so it'll be great if everyone can 
just stay tuned to Omniflix and and my Twitter and Liam's. Just keep an eye out for the announcement of the grand final live stream. And there's a whole range of other things that I don't think I can mention that yet. I'd leave that for Chev to sort out, but he's doing some quite degeny stuff. So that's a little bit of alpha there for you. But yeah, thanks, Liam, for a, a bit of airtime on IBC Game. Please um, just follow us and and just stay tuned for the announcements. Thanks. Thanks, Tangled. And I will say the general is pretty strong. So, um, yeah, um, it'll be a great game and uh, I'll just do my best and see see how it goes. But, um, yeah, this has been a super long space. Uh, there's been so many, like, updates, so many alphas. Um, if anyone has any anything more to say, please raise your hand um, and we'll kind of... Uh, listen to you or answer any questions before we wrap things up. But if not, um, just want to give a massive shout out to Sisler, Tardigrades, Tangled, uh, Ununify, Fantastical Animals, Orkin, Super, Dea, who was going to speak, but didn't manage to uh, make it on in the end, Terra Spaces, Flix Fanatics, basically all of you here listening, Manny as well. Uh, thank you for being here. Thanks all for contributing to the space. Um, I really love like the open kind of discussion we get towards the end. Um, and I'd love for more of you to come and chat with us on the space and really get involved. You know, there's no pressure. There's no right or wrong things to say. Uh, the more people that we get here chatting, talking and communicating, the bigger the space will grow and the bigger the community will go. And uh, the more alphas we'll probably get as people share their updates. So, yeah. Thanks, every single one of you, for being here. And if that's all, um, thanks for having me as your host. And Sisla, feel free to wrap things up. Definitely. Thank you, Liam. Uh, thanks, everyone, for staying on the space and you know discussing all the details with us and listening to all, everything that we discussed and adding your valuable thoughts. Uh, please tune in to the updates from the lab uh, space that will start in about two minutes uh, where we'll be discussing about uh, stream swap and everything that's uh, coming up with stream swap uh, right with the osmosis stream so thank you all again hope you had a great time tune into our space on friday at uh, 2 p.m utc that is in the studio and in the spotlight at 5 p.m est on saturdays and uh, next week on flick stock 64 you know we'll have a lot more alpha for you or a lot more insights i'll say you know, for you so tune in again next week we'll be joining liam and the flix fam as well thank you all thank you for joining in thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was omniflix flix talk episode 63 recorded on wednesday april 5th 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support, yeah. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey. Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern. For certain, got the taxes included. Acting like a writer, never felt secluded. 
Try to get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble